You're listening to the Confidence Shift Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Charles Gustafson. As a certified image consultant and international confidence coach, I run a life-changing internet business and online community showing purpose-driven female entrepreneurs, professionals, and community influencers to toss out the old dress-for-style mentality and shift into the image-mindset-success connection that crushes self-doubt and creates maximum visibility for your goals. Each episode, I share lessons, stories, and personal musings from my life as an entrepreneur, wife, and mom, all aimed at helping you see yourself differently so you can live a life filled with more intention, joy, and success. I'm glad you're here. Let's jump in. Hi, everyone. I am so excited to bring you this exclusive interview in my Confident Shift Conversations. Today, I'm talking to one of my clients, Delena Parker, who went from overwhelmed, totally stressed out yelling mom to a woman, purpose-driven, helping families find confidence and connection between them, starting with their kids. She transformed her mindset and developed resiliency by doing it herself, seeing herself differently through the mirror, through my human style process. And in the process, she reignited her self-love, her marriage, her parenting outlook, and she's building a business she absolutely loves. I can't wait for you to meet her. I want you to settle in, and I just want you to tell the ladies who you are and what you do now. Now, I am one half of Confident and Connected Kids, and our mission is to provide tools for families to grow confidence and create space for connection within their families. Um, I recently transitioned my business from um, coaching um, individual kids and workshops. And I was just really noticing that there was a spark in kids that I wanted their parents to see, you know, like, I didn't want to have that. I didn't want to have that spark. I want to give the parents the tools to see that spark and the, to continue that growth together as a family, because that's where change happens. Right. Yeah. Because somebody. No. And, and I think that's what you discovered is that you saw that the children needed support from confident parents. Yes to be able to make change in confidence themselves, that's right. right? And that's what you do now. That's and right it's a now. And it's amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> but what did you do before? Now, what was your background? Because, and why was your background stunted? Why couldn't you get there from your background to do this? I went to school to be a teacher and I taught for a few years and I loved working with the kids, but I just felt so confined by the confines of the classroom, you know, like I just wanted to have conversations and create rapport. And I did that really well with my students, but I just, I didn't want to worry about all the rest of it. And I I just burnt right out. And so I went and I worked in the oil field and I went to a job that I did from eight till four and I walked out and I didn't think about it after. 
afterwards mm -hmm. because I was exhausted and broken and frustrated and you know like disappointed yeah in in a university degree that I was disappointed in that was really shitty kick in the face <laughs> well it's like I wanted to do this thing I wanted to change all the people yeah. and now I can't right the classroom just wasn't gonna let me do that yes so even before all of this before you know origin story you're mad at life you're mad at your degree because you can't use it. You're, you're just, yeah. how did that look inside your family then? Inside my family, you know, we, um, how do I explain it? Uh, we, we, um, we existed, you know, we just existed. We didn't strive to do more or be more or want more, um, we just didn't, we just kind of existed, you know, if life just happened to us. We didn't take charge of our life, you know, if yeah. that's the way to frame it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we just existed, honestly. And lots of those years are foggy, you know, and that's sad, you know, it's so sad, but I see so many people living in the fog they're in the fog and they're flogging away <laughs> yes yeah living living in the fog mm -hmm. and so as you're living in the fog and as you're feeling dejected by the teaching career you started doing some admin business i did i thought you know what i am a personable person i have a lot to offer i'm going to start an embark admin and i'm going to work from home and raise my babies, you know, all of these lightning bolts from the universe really have just driven me to today. And I'm just so grateful, but I learned so much in that business, how to do yeah. websites, and social yeah. media and, you know, online networking and all of this stuff. And so I went to a conference, the inspiring women's conference, and that's where you joined the universe circling around Delayed. <laughs> Mm -hmm. it, was. it was in my new embark business yes yeah and you saw me there and we did not know what it would what would come of it i said to myself that day michelle is my ideal client did you now i don't know if i knew that i did there was a lady sitting beside me and i think it was billy miller and i said i'm gonna i she's my ideal client done and done absolutely <laughs> call it into existence right yeah i totally did <laughs> so and this is this is the greatest story you guys because if you are watching your life like a movie yeah. you and you and you are aware and you have confidence at least to be aware you will see the signs as they come to you because what happened next delena well what happened when i might have phoned your phone I ignored the call and I didn't okay, let, me, let me tell the people how it went. Let me tell how it went and then you will tell how what happened, you, how you did okay, it. Okay. How it went was, people, I called, I, my business was growing and I'm a person who needs to ask for help. That's part of my confidence journey. And so I knew I needed help and I, I met this lady. I found her on LinkedIn. We had met at the Inspiring Women. I'm like, I'm going to phone her. So I phoned and I got voicemail at Delana Parker. 
and left a you message. Had to scrounge for my number. Oh yeah, that's it. Also, she was hiding. So all those women who are, if you are in business and if, if I can't find your phone number, you're hiding in your business, it's a confidence issue. Right, Delena? We'll, we're getting there, right? Yeah, I got it. We're getting there. So I, I scrounged for her number, scouring the internet. Okay, found it, left a message on the voicemail. And how many days did it take you to call me back? Two. Why, Delena? Because I felt like it was, you know, I didn't want to be too, you know, like when the guy phones and you're like, I'm not going to call him back for like, I think it's like three days or something. So I thought, okay, I'm not going to be too eager. Like I want to call her right now, but I'm just going to like, I'm busy. So I'm just going to let Michelle wait for minutes. But what did you actually say to Mitch? Tell the people. Oh my God, Michelle's on my phone. <laughs> Michelle just phoned and I don't know what to do. I was mean, <laughs> up and down. He was like, who, what? Yes. And they I'm never like, know the names. <laughs> they never know the names. They have no idea who that is. No idea who that is. Yeah. But the bottom line is, Delena, let's distill it down for the girls and the ladies. Yeah. You couldn't phone me back because you weren't sure you deserved to phone me back. Yes. It's true. You weren't sure you were good enough to phone me back. I, I absolutely could not. Even could not. though sitting in that audience, you're like, she's my ideal. And when your ideal showed up. Were you ready for the opportunity? No, I had not prepared myself for the ideal. I had not prepared myself. And therein is the first Hewan style lesson because women, we all say what we want, right? I really, uh, she's my ideal. I can't, I would die if I could work with her. Oh my God. But if the confidence does not meet the opportunity, those two days could have seen me call someone else. Absolutely. <laughs> so missed opportunity, missed paycheck, missed chance because confidence did not meet opportunity. That's right. And when we met, let's just talk about who you were at the time. <laughs> I don't know. I really wish, unfortunately, that I had a picture of myself that day. I, I kind of wish that too. I know. It was... Um, it was my best that I had at the time. Mm -hmm. And I took a long time and I lost a lot of sleep that night trying to decide how in God's name am I going to go and meet an image stylist, consultant, confidence coach feeling like absolute shit. I felt like I looked like garbage and I felt like garbage. And life felt like garbage. Sure did. So overwhelmed, stressed out, angry at the kids, angry at the career, crumbling marriage relationship. Uh-huh. All happening all at the same time. All of it. And I was so on the outside and I was living it on the inside. It was yeah. And here's what I want people to understand and the women listening. How was it showing up and how you were presenting yourself? So you lost sleep, but how were you presenting yourself now that you know what it looks like? Yeah. What I were was, the signs? I was uh, presenting myself, you know, I was 
cloaked in darkness and I was hiding behind loads and loads of hair, long curl, you know, no bangs, no frame, no color, just hiding, hiding. I was hiding in my clothes, in my face, in my hair, in my glasses, in my everything. I was hiding. Yeah. Trying to get away from your own life. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ranch, deep down inside, you just want to help. You just want to help the kids. Uh, yeah. I had no idea that day how it would drive me to help the kids. Yeah. And then I remember in that meeting, because it was in Tim Hortons, so for our U.S. folks, that was a good old haunt coffee shop. Yeah. Good old coffee shop. Um, you could see that even from that meeting, that image and confidence was tied together. And you said something to yourself that you told me later about if I have, if I'm going to work with her, I have to look like I work with her. I said to you that day, it, you know, we were already talking about transferring calendars and sharing information and, you know, doing the thing. And I just had this moment of <laughs> Like, this is your last chance. This is a moment of desperation. You need to friggin' take it because the universe is screaming at you. <laughs> and I just said, can I be your client? And you were like, of course you can. <laughs> like, I mean, you probably saw it walking through the parking lot, but you held it. And yeah, there was no shame or guilt or anything, but I just knew. Yeah, yeah. And did you know at that time, could you see it, that the self-doubt you were hiding behind no. was, was costing you more than you thought? Could you see that yet? No. 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 <laughs> I had, had no desire to be in myself. Say that again, Delena, because that's important. I had no desire to be in myself. I had no desire to understand study be with yourself within myself I had no desire yet and I was only looking for you to help me clothes okay like what's my clothes no yeah. let's go shopping let's get some clothes yeah and let's just point out right there major mistake of most women they're all hiding <laughs> every single one of you is hiding or running away from something in your life and you think if I go retail therapy it if this girl can teach me how to shop if she's gonna like take me to the mall I'm gonna feel better when I buy that shirt and put it on what's the truth Delena it has nothing to do with the clothes nothing like the hue and style journey and we talk about this in our our sisterhood yeah. you know I mean, the image part is maybe 10% of the package. The rest of it is just the biggest gift of grace that it's just incredible. Yeah. There, one of your sisters, because guys, you got to understand the human style sisterhood is like a sorority, uh, <laughs> right? Mm, yeah. yeah. One of your sisters said it, I think the best, she said, it is so juicy when you get in. <laughs> Right? Because it becomes about meeting yourself, right? Yeah. 
And that, that in meeting yourself, yes, you understand who you are and how to dress it and celebrate yourself beyond any other role that you want. Yeah. Right. And that's, you know, one of the notes that I had written down, you know, I, it went, it was a, a journey of self-acceptance, you know, accepting myself for who I was, um, without all those roles, like strip it right down. Who are you? When you're not a mom, you're not a wife, you're not a daughter, you're not a daughter-in-law or a sister-in-law or whatever, strip it right down and get real with who you are. What's important to you? What are your values? Yeah. With all the other stuff, without all that other stuff. Yeah. And, and I think moms also hide in, in their family. You know, they hide in their relationships. They hide in their children. They hide in their friendships you know they cloak themselves with fake friends I was gonna say frivolous friends man like yeah yeah well and it's all because what you said before it's like I had no interest in seeing myself no so if I go to coffee four times a week, if I am at the school four times a week doing all the things, if I'm running all the teams, if I'm cooking all the dinners, if I'm, if I'm filling my entire life with everybody else, yeah. I don't have to look at and myself. Yeah, and I don't know if people do it intentionally. I think mm -hmm. society helps us cloak ourselves in busyness. I think you're right. I think, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and that there's this weird bar that where you're waving a banner because you're so busy, but nobody's waving a banner about, but who are you in the busy? Like, what do you bring to it? Because it's, we're all as mothers, we can be busy with our people. Absolutely. But who are we being in that busyness and what are we bringing to it? That's ours. Yeah. Because would you say like, you know, looking at, the kids you work with and then their families that you work with, how many of those families percentage wise are running on an empty tank? The family is running on an empty tank. The family is running on an empty tank. So they're just doing the stuff. Just like you said at the beginning. Yeah. We're just existing. Existing. And you know what? I, I felt like a vehicle to, you know, I don't know how to do this for my kid here. Give my kid this because I just, I don't know how and, if I can just pay you some money to do this for me, then, you know, we would, they were always so grateful and, and just so vulnerable to me, you know, and I was so appreciative of that, but I just, you know, after going through the hue and style and then seeing this, it was just like firecrackers and light bulbs all over the place. I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. That the confidence actually lies in the mom and then in the family she holds a, a big part of that she holds the confidence right and if she doesn't own it because you can see it in your own journey right yeah tell them what like before you came to me before you even started taking like some of the mindset stuff yeah what were the first major revelations in that mindset work that confidence work that you saw that your confidence was affecting each part of your life? What were the major like red flags? Like I have to get myself together to, if I have a hope of fixing this. Yeah. I mean, we had, you know, um, 
stripped down our life. We had sold our acreage and we moved to town, simplified everything. And after we got rid of that busyness, and this comes up in one of our courses, um, after we stripped out that busyness, I was like living in fear. Um, I was exhausted. My health was deteriorating. I was um, scared. My kids were in school. Axton was going into grade one and Ember was soon going into kindergarten. Um, my marriage was stagnant, you know, like we had all this extra time now that we didn't busy on the acreage paying all these, you know, quads and all the life, right? Mm -hmm. And we had to be with each other and we were like, who? And I was, ooh, bitter, mm -hmm. yelly, tired, screaming, bitchy. It was awful. Yeah. It was awful. And and it was, yeah, it was, it was scary, and, but and that was when, you know, I met you and we had that conversation and, and I, I just thought like, I can't wait for anyone to give me the green light to do this. I was going to say, because holy shit, nothing else is working really. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I talk a lot to women about the idea of value and permission. Yeah. One of the major cool. things that has to come together if you're going to do anything that changes you. Yeah. What made you say, I am worth this change and I only need to give myself permission. If you hadn't done that, what would, what would have happened? I would be a divorced single mother, <laughs> honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so. And, and probably well, still a yelling. Probably still yelling though. Yelling mm -hmm. mom, you know, like I, I was disconnected from my family. You know, we were living in the same house, but any opportunity I could get to you know, work in my business or be scrolling Facebook or just disconnecting mm. and not being present. You know, it was, yeah. So would you say, Delena, let's just give some clarity to the girls, the ladies, the people. Would you say that that is a symptom of the confidence problem? That when you are finding, you are, you are checking out, I, I'd rather scroll. Let me bury my, I'm, I got work to do in my business. Yeah. Or even that you leave things aside that you really enjoy. Like, let's say you, you still enjoyed cooking dinner, but all of a sudden you don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Is that a clue to them that something's missing in her? Yes. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. And then I, you know, I always say to the girls, like, you know, what's it costing you? Because I think sometimes, and you know, you talking to moms and, and I'm talking to women and, you know, we, we have this similar speak with them, that sometimes they can't see the veil that they're putting in front of their eyes. Yeah. And that the veil is only theirs to lift. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. You can't wait for permission from anyone or anything. It has to be a a choice that you make for yourself. Otherwise it's moot. Yeah. I mean, 
I've seen people even in your business try to buy a program for whoever. And, and Michelle's like, no, this has to be their own thing. Like you, I am not, you know, it's, it's, it's not a program that can be purchased for somebody. It's not like that. <laughs> right. It's, well, and, and you're, you're right. I mean, I, my human style image, con the image confidence portion of what I do is not purchasable. I mean, you can go to Google, you can go to Pinterest, you can get some tips, you can try and figure it out. That's awesome. You'll only get overloaded with overwhelm because, and you'll just swirl in your inactivity longer. Again. Again. Well, and that, and that those things are not tailored for you, right? They're not a tailored solution. And the thing about image, because I was going to ask you this, um, the podcast, I, I'm always talking about see yourself differently. And, you know, those are the kind of episodes I like to bring because it's not really just about image and about, about a clothing. You can go anywhere and find that, but it's about seeing yourself differently in the clothing. So as you went, immediately, I was going to say, as you took hue and style, as you went through each piece, color, body, you know, personal style story, what does it mean for me? How is it connected to me? How did you, you start to see yourself differently through the pieces of image that it wasn't just a stupid Google something that I could Google, but you really saw yourself differently. Yeah. And I, I think that it happened almost immediately and, you know, and people are noticing immediately, you know, whether you're still wearing, you know, whatever clothing it was, it's just when you drape it in confidence, it just looks different. You're so right. <laughs> and you know how hard that is to explain to people, Delena? Like, yeah. Like I see some, I see some of your sisterhood on this on this call. They get it. Okay, listen. I know when we say it's instantaneous, it's instantaneous. It is, yeah. I mean, from the second you guys say yes, you're new women. You're just learning, you're just expanding into that new woman. But it's very difficult to explain to others who maybe have never been through it. But I guess all I can say is you start to watch the world react to you, right? So how did you start seeing the world react to your new dress in confidence mentality? Well, I mean, it was, um, you know, you walk into Walmart and people are complimenting your shirt. I mean, complete strangers are complimenting you and uh, and then your friends are like did you do something different like was your hair or your you know did and you lose weight that's a big one you'd lose weight <laughs> but you know what else your your family like they treat you differently you know uh yeah i know yeah. And why, <laughs> why do they do that, Delena? Break it down. <laughs> Just because you're happy and you've accepted what is, not you're holding on to something from the past, which I was, and you're not, you know, holding on or preparing for what you have no idea about in the future. Mm. You're just present and present. holding it on and being the best as cliche as that is the best you but it's such a beautiful friggin' thing <laughs> <laughs> and you're right I think what's lovely about that distinction is that you're exactly right 
especially women, we get caught up in the past where I've been, right? And so sometimes you're actually mourning what you've been. I was that when I was 20. I knew I had confidence in college. I knew I got all the best. So you're mourning that because you're not that now. And then you're looking forward in fear about what's coming up that you don't even know is happening yet. Well, what if that something happened? And I wish I could something, whatever. And I only, if I only could something, whatever, whatever, instead of owning, knowing, loving, being, acting, doing from present Delena. Did I have it right? Or did I miss something? You got her. sort of what I do sometimes, right? I know, I know. So that, and so when we build confidence, you pro, you saw that shift from looking back and looking forward to looking now. And why did that bring you happiness? Why did that bring joy? Because I wasn't, you know, resentful or bitter anymore. You know, I let go of all that garbage you know, should as Danny and I often, you know, stop shooting all over. Don't shoot on yourself. Stop shooting all over yourself yeah. and just sit in it, right? Yeah. And you know, I just, you just sometimes you just have to, you have to have a plan, but you have to also know that you're just living a life that. Yeah. Well, and one of the things that, that I can pull out of there too that we've talked about before is how women find this transformation and like how how they can change, right? And there's a lot, a lot of DIY out there, okay? Lots. Lots. Like bazillion dollar business of the DIY of your life, right? Why, Delena, did you see the value in mentorship? Why did you need someone to walk you on the path? Why Why not a DIY solution? Because there's women here are gonna be like, well, that's really great. I'm just, I'll just get a journal and I'll just start. No, why? sure. And there's tons of gurus out there, but you know, they don't, um, they don't give you the tools, you know? And um, Danny and I were discussing that you know, with our programs, you know, there are thousands of resources and ideas and opinions and Mm -hmm. all of this garbage because we are so overwhelmed and overstimulated with information about DIYing your image or your confidence or your self-doubt or your worry or all of these things, but nobody's showing you how to do it for you. And that's how your program was different and that's how our program is going to be (laughs) because we want to get on the other side of that you know and honest to god it was uh I well I tell you all the time it was my come to Jesus I just had to throw in the coins because I could not I just had to trust the process or I would have literally broken yeah 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 so it's like last ditch effort, gotta go, gotta. And you know, I mean, <laughs> lots of lots of sisters in the sisterhood have said that they're like at a point of no return, where it's like I need to fix this because it's costing me something in my life, relationships, business, money, my happiness, whatever. But do you think it has to get to that amount of urgency before someone makes a decision to change? Like, do you I have to not? Well, you know I what I mean? Not. Like, 
Can you, like, maybe not get to rock bottom? Would you please not drag your butt off the bottom for so long? Right. Please. And, and just decide. Just decide. Because what's on the other side of that decision that says, I'm worth it and I give myself permission? Yeah, it's everything. It is clarity, acceptance. It's joy in the smallest little silly things, you know? But it's yeah. just, it's perfect. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, Delena. Okay. So we've seen your trajectory, angry, stressed out, arguably bitchy. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Through revelation, clarity, new confidence, new business, yes. collaborat collaborative business, yes. right? Because you went from yourself to like partnership to growing to being in the place where you really want to be which is helping who you want to help and and I think that's a major part of like my love of human style is that we get you knowing who you actually live for and so that you can start doing it right and you live for those moms and you live for those kids really yeah right it's all about the kids for us. it's all about the kids you gotta get to the kids, kids right so I know that I promised the gals on the call because you work with families and kids mm -hmm. and you've seen the iterations of kids and who's successful kids in, in terms of their confidence and who really makes it and who parents feel like they're messing it up the whole time. Can you share one or two key elements that you think moms, parents, families need to get in place for themselves first mm -hmm. before worrying about if they're raising a confident kid? Yes. There's only one. Okay. And it is acceptance. Mm, go. And it is accepting your life as it is today. It is accepting your kids as they are, for who they are, mm -hmm. the perfect little specimens that they are, your home, your life, your spouse, your extended family. It's about acceptance. That's it. And you know, you know that I know that it's me, so I'm going to say it. The most simple answers in life, yet not the easiest to achieve. Hard. So hard. So acceptance, right? And so how do you see or why do you see that as the most impactful way to lead your kids to confidence, to be leading by example for them so that they're watching you do it. Mm -hmm. And that, that that acceptance is the thing that has shifted your mindset to help you develop what you need to do in order to be the best parent. Why is that so like foundational? Because we feel that once you're you know, I mean, one of our tools to get to acceptance is decluttering, mm -hmm. physically decluttering, mentally and emotionally decluttering, mm -hmm. right? So stripping away all the things. And now that we're creating this, you know, and Danny and I are having all these mind blowing conversations, you know, we did that when we sold the acreage, we stripped it away. And then we were like, oh my God, what do we do with this? And I circled 
Danny also circled, right? And so we were like, now we have to fill it up, right? We didn't know how to fill it up. Right. Now we are getting there, right? And yeah. so now we fill it up with, um, you know, the other branches of our courses, but, you know, we don't want families and kids to experience that yelly, bitchy, <laughs> tailspin, you know, yes. mom and dad are, you know, Mitch and I never fought out loud, but, but we, the energy between you was gross. It was so gross. And kids feel that. Well, and they feel it. And then here's, and here's the thing I think, which is really important for moms just, and me, cause I'm a mom too. So like, I think what we have to really get with moms is that they are watching you and they are feeling what it feels like. Yeah. So if they are, if, so whatever you are presenting, be prepared for them to copy you. Yes. And well, I know I say it a little bit like sister or you know, slamming doors or stomping their feet. And it is screaming at you. Like they learned that. So yes, they don't just make it up. No. And you know, I get a little bit Michelle preachy about that or whatever, <clears throat> because you, you and Delena, cause you've done it. You've moved from one place to another because you know, they're watching. Yeah. So your motivation becomes not Yes, I want to be more confident for myself, which is lovely. It helps me build my business. That was, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. And I get to wear nice clothes and everything and stuff. Mm -hmm. But there's a different, there's a different, more important reason yeah. in that you are modeling what you want your kid to have. Absolutely. And so if you're a mom who stands in the mirror cursing your body every four seconds, what do you think is going to happen? Exactly. Your daughters are listening. If you're pushing your food around your plate because you think you have to be a certain size, what do you think? Right? Yeah. And right? And I feel like if you think about like that and as acceptance and of taking a journey of acceptance, yes. You're doing it for a wholly different reason, am I right? Absolutely. And and that's the foundation of our program. Yes, we deal with the kids. Yeah. But the foundation is the family, right? Yeah. And so the family just needs to get together without all the reeling and inactivity and grouch, you know, get in there and then start filling it up. And we are not, you know, as you did, we are not going to tell you how to parent your kids. That's the last thing we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to give you some tools to, um, to drive your life when yeah. you want. Right? facilitate it well and i and i think that's that's such human style life because it's exactly the same it's like yeah. these are the tools that you will use for the rest of your life to set your course yes and, and I, I think remember sitting at your table and i said the kids need this this kids need this yes and that's our thing right that's that's why danny and i work so well together is we're both yes. educators yes. who felt the same way about the classroom and now we're we're going to give this to the families and the kids to strengthen this this upcoming population really absolutely absolutely well and i think too i think one of the one of the most important distinctions of your transformation too from all that way is the fact that deep down delena 
you had purpose. Always. Your purpose and has always it. been for. I freaking lost it. I thought, your, yeah. I your purpose has always been the kids. Always been the kids. That's always been my thing. Like, always. <laughs> I mean, and even in you, elementary school, I was leading the clubs and doing the things, right? And then you lost it. Lost. And then you hid and hair and black and dark and mad good word until, until we re, re uncovered it again yes we did because if you notice like it's a journey and, and that's why it's a it's mentorship it's not just like okay go do thing and seal it bye right in that this has happened to delena over time yes. where you uncover layers and then you uncover another layer yeah and it's and people, I think people think personal development is like hard and like, mm, it feels so whatever. What would be the emotion you describe it as? Mm. Developing personally, knowing that you're getting to your better self. What is that feeling? I can only describe it really cheesy, like <laughs> a blooming flower, right? Yeah. Like you we just watch that little bud and you know, it's spring and I just love spring and you know, like, honestly, it's just, it's so beautiful. You know, yeah. we use that. Yeah, we use that I'm a lot. Learning, you know, I mean, there's no way that this journey is over for me. No. And so knowing that it's, you know, I want it to last my lifetime, right? And it will. I and it can. It's so exciting. I'm so excited for tomorrow. <laughs> you see, like, who gets to say, who gets to say that, Delena? Because most people don't. No. They don't get to say that about their job. They don't get to say that about their family. They don't get to say that about anything that they're doing that I can't wait for tomorrow. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> well, and I think I'll make one last distinction before we hop into a couple questions that came in. Yeah. Um, is, is that there was a spark of starting that personal development piece. Mm -hmm. Do you know when that spark was for you at the beginning of Huyun Style? Do you know when it was like, holy crap, this is more than just the clothes and I can't wait? Do you remember when that was? Uh, yeah. It was, I think, meeting number two after my color draping and when I got my personal style story. Uh -huh. And it was about, you know, the roots of your purpose how do you present yourself you know and I am a traditional honest you know and everything that I loved always in my life that gave me joy was really basic traditional stuff like you know we hunt we fish we garden like the the simplest things always brought me joy but I didn't know why yeah. And, and so what Delena's talking about is we, we go through a very powerful exercise that grounds who you are, what you do, why you do it and who you serve for it. And you, it can be used in your business, personal branding, but it's also used to ground you in how you make decisions for yourself. It's a compass for your life. It is. Right. And I, and that spark, it's why I start with it because when you see your life as something more than just a mom who does some cooking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's powerful. It's powerful. It is. Yeah. 
So the spark of coming back to yourself. I love it. Okay, mm -hmm. so there was a couple of questions that came in uh, for this session. And so I just wanted to, we'll hit it up. Mo, D Delaney and I will hit it up, see what's going on. Um, we had some uh, sisterhoods chime in and saying, it was great. I love having you as a mentor. Uh, we see Courtney, I see Lily. Thank you girls for chiming in. Um, one question was, mm, this is a gooder. How do you turn off the self-doubt after someone crushes you? Then the tapes play in your head. Ooh. Now, do you want me to answer that? Or? That's that's on you. That's on you. I'll follow it up with how it went for me, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, folks, self-doubt is, <clears throat> it's like, a major umbrella of emotions, okay? So when we say self-doubt, there's actually a lot of emotions that are wrapped up in self-doubt. There is a sense of aimlessness. There's a sense of shame. There's a sense of fear, confusion, frustration. And it's like, though you're holding the parapluie, the umbrella, and all of those, those other emotions are dropping on that umbrella. And self-doubt follows you around. Okay, self-doubt produces insecurity in you. Okay, so it's like all those emotions are falling off the umbrella, but underneath it, you are insecure. Okay, you cannot fold down that umbrella that you walk under until you have the confidence to do it. The confidence comes from having tools that allow you to say whatever they are saying, doing, um, bringing on to me has nothing to do with me. That rides in your core. And then you fold down the umbrella and you put it away. And that whatever they rain down upon you does that. I don't need an umbrella. I don't need it because I own inside whatever it takes for me to survive. And the thing is, I think um, so self-doubt crushing someone is because they don't have a compass. If you don't have your own personal compass about yes. why you live your life, what is the purpose? Um, who is it that you serve? What gifts and talents do you use that you know and, and are using? Anybody's opinion, anybody's thought will tell you something different and you'll believe them. So yeah. how do you turn off self-doubt? You get your own compass together. Yeah. You That's how you do it. You, you own it. You know, and I, I, that's one of the beautiful things about going and having your mentorship is that, you know, it's the tools that you recognize when you have those like self-doubt, gross feelings and you're like, okay. I need to turn this off because I know that I know how to deal with this and I'm not going back there. Right. Yes. Like that's the beauty of having tools because there's a bajillion ways or ideas about how to do it out there, but there's not a tool. It's like going to like your garage and the toolbox, right? Yeah. Everybody knows that there's a toolbox in the garage. And so when the light bulb falls out, if you haven't been shown how to use a tool, you just know the toolbox is in the garage. Yeah. But you don't know how to use the tool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As opposed to having a mentor that says, okay, this tool is for this 
Okay, this blueprint is for this. Okay, when you're feeling that emotion, go back to that thing. Go to the thing. Go to the thing, right? So that you can always be picking up the right tool for the right situation. Yeah. That's that's why your self-doubt exists, lady who asked. It's because you have no tools and no compass. Those have to come first. And then the second one was a really great one. And this, you, because you were there, um, she says, the question was, lo loving with purpose in your marriage. Mm. So how does that relate to your confidence and tips? Delena, going from where you went to where you went and where you are. Well, I didn't know if I was going to go here or not, but just we, go lightly there. If you have, <laughs> we, um, you know, as I was reeling, you know, we left the acreage, we simplified our life, just thinking that we could continue to watch it like a movie, but we actually had to deal with it because we had the time and space to do that. And so while I was doing this and then meeting Michelle and going on my own journey, Mitch was having his own journey and he was coping with alcohol. Sorry. In tears, there's truth. Own it. I know. Own it, Delena. It's part of it. And it's part of the beauty that has come from it because it what, because what has happened since Delena was that at that rock bottom, if I wouldn't have had the tools that I had, I would have been a resentful walking away single mom. And I hugged him and we decided from that moment on that we were going to live for ourselves together with purpose in our marriage and for our children. That's just how it was. And guess what? We're fucking awesome now. <laughs> You are. <laughs> and I will put the E on my explicit because it's the only way to describe that transformation. And Delena, you also have to recognize, and I know you do because we've talked about this, that your confidence led the way. Absolutely, it did. You healed your family. Yeah. All of it. I know. <laughs> Like own that freaking superpower. It was freaking super. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I think what's so important for women to know is that like, if you are buried underneath self-doubt, insecurity, with no tools to repair your confidence through life, because listen, you can repair it once, you know, you get your shirt and stuff and cool. But if you don't have tools that keep you moving, you can't move from, I would have been a single mom divorced by myself bitter to I healed my entire marriage and our family is awesome. Yeah. You can't do that without tools. And arguably, and I'm going to say it and you can confirm it, you can't do it without a mentor. No. You can't do that solely looking at it yourself. No. It's a forest for the trees situation. Yeah. And there are good friends in the world, but you know, they're just, you need detachment. You need detachment. And they're in the pits with you. You know, they've watched you spiral there and they'll keep you there or they'll, you know, lift you up as you need. But, you know, having 
definitely having the tools and it was maybe within the week that I called you to let you know and thank you <laughs> it was it was a hard call but I was glad it was for you <laughs> yeah yes Delena I love it so uh, that was deep into that was deep marriage <laughs> yeah I like marriage so the the moral of the story gals is for your marriage you have to come to yourself first yeah you do and here's the thing about marriage I think if a marriage because I'm married almost 18 years there is there is ebbs and flows and you have to recreate yourself all the time yeah. this is not a like I get confidence I stay here and so do you this is like I do it I, I do it I do it and that that is a confidence mindset in tools that must you have to own those tools you can't guess at them Right. And I know we talked about the gurus and the books that you can buy and you and and all of those are lovely and give you lovely ideas, but they're not a tool. They're just ideas. Yeah. And then until you have something like I think of a tool and you correct me if I'm wrong, a tool is like, oh, I have this problem. Oh, here's the solution that I use for it. Yeah. Oh, I feel itchy. Oh, I do this with it. Oh, I am not like not a, like a, I'll read a book and see. It's no. like a, I have a problem. There's what I use to fix it. I have a fever. I take a Tylenol. Yeah. I have a sniffy nose. I blow a tissue, right? Yeah. That's a tool. And if you don't have something like that for your confidence, that's a problem. I'm scared to know or to even think what would have happened mm. if I didn't have tool, a tool. Yeah. And someone to show you how to use it, how to hammer properly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's with all these? I, I like analogies. I don't know about you, but anyway. I only have a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot. So are there any questions from the gallery? I'm just reading the comments. Uh, Lily, your sister, say, by the way, Delaney and Michelle, you look fabulous. Your confidence shines through XOXO. Um, oh, Melissa says, amazing story, and thanks for going deep. She's giving me the hugs emoji. <laughs> Um, Jackie was saying she had to run, but she loves keep inspiring. She says, Leticia has her hand up. So I'm not sure if she has a question. Leticia, you can go ahead and type that into the, into the chat. If you have a question, um, I'll look for it here. Uh, if we can answer it, we will. Um, listen, Delane, my dear. Yes. Thank you. You have grown so much. And I knew I wanted to have you on when you launched your connected kids. Uh, oh, Leticia says she didn't mean to. She didn't mean to raise her hand. She's sitting here crying, so she probably leaned on the button. It's all good, my lady. We love you. She's she's a sister in the sisterhood. Um, I knew I wanted to have you on when you saw that purpose for those kids and you did something about it. Yeah. You did something about it. Yeah. You, I remember the day you called me and you said, I'm going to take the certification. I said, if you got some tingles up your spine, you're supposed to do that. And look what happened since. I know. So mm. I, first of all, I want to thank you for coming on and sharing your story because you. there are women sitting in this room who need you. They need tools. They see themselves differently today more than they ever did. And it may spark their change. And that is a powerful, powerful thing, Delena. That is a powerful thing to help someone change their own life. 
And yes, you change the kids, <laughs> but if you can get the families in whatever way you can get them, like you can just never, well, you, it just fills you up, right? And you can, uh, yeah. we, we will go cry on that aspect <laughs> later because you know we do in the lives that we change, right? So um, gals, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the session. If there's no more questions, um, this was amazing, had me laughing and in tears. So many of us feel like you have felt Delena, such a good session. I need Michelle in to learn the tools. Mm. You know, women, we get so caught up in DIYing. Sometimes you just have to surrender. You gotta surrender and say, I need help. There's no shame in that. No, there's all, there's actually more triumph in surrender than there is in saying, I'll figure it out. So with that being said, it's why Delena and I do what we do. It's why we create what we create. So somewhere on here, there's gonna be like a button that you can click in order to move forward. Um, if it's not on this, if I can't make it happen here on this screen, I will go ahead and make sure that you guys get an email. You'll receive an email from myself or from, from Delena letting you know how you can move forward, mm -hmm. that this doesn't have to be your reality forever. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure you look for that. Make sure you click through, make sure you read more about what she and I do. And if it really stirs you, take some kind of action because it's all fine to be inspired guys. Like there is no shortage of inspiration in the world, Absolutely. but the ones who change their lives, take action in some way, shape or form, they offer themselves an invitation to give themselves permission and to value themselves to move forward. And they do it whether they feel fear or not. Fear is just telling yourself that you're getting out of your comfort zone. It's nothing more. Unless there's a bear chasing you, you can walk past it. So Delena, ah, I wanna thank you so much for sharing your story, sharing your emotions, your transformation and your gifts. I am proud of you. I am proud that my you day would come. <laughs> Dude, and it's not ending. This is not no. graduation. Oh, Let no. us know. There, so is, there is no graduation here. <laughs> this is just a celebration of you yeah. and an invitation for others to make their own change. So I want to say thank you so much yeah. for being thank here. You. And gals, thank you so much for being on live. And if you're on the replay and made it to the end, Thank you for being here as well. Absolutely. We'll, we'll see you all very, very soon. Take care for now.